Welcome to Pleb Chain Radio, a live show brought to you by Plebs for Plebs, which focuses on the intersection of Nostra and Bitcoin protocols. Join QW and Avi as they run down the weekly news and developments, breaking down the current thing and the future frontier with the foundation of decentralization, the builders, thinkers, doers, and plebs. All right, we are live. Welcome, gentle plebs, to episode number 40 of Pleb Chain Radio. Today's Thursday, December the 14th. It is 9.31 p.m. on the east coast of the United States. A slightly different time and day for our show this week. And that's because we have a very special one. Our guest is a man who's traveled 41 countries all around the world to learn the truth about Bitcoin. And he joins us in his first interview after he's completed his travels. We'll also have Doc from the Nostra Report leading us through the lightning round, a weekly recap of uh, news in Bitcoin and Nostra. But first, we have our sermon on widening our mindset. QW, take it away. You know, when I think about traveling, I think about what uh, Paco kind of, uh, uh, what what he has achieved in that. I think about how it, that widens your mindset. It, when I travel somewhere, even if I just drive uh, somewhere, it might be local, it might be, fl- I might fly somewhere, but it kind of opens your mind uh, to just beyond the reality that you live every day, your day to day, your A to B. Um, you know, you, you seem to travel a lot, Avi, whether it's for the events or, or maybe uh, family vacation. Um, does that kind of usher in a, a different perspective for you? No, it certainly does. Um, uh, you know, living, and, and, and I'll talk about it from the, to start with, from the Bitcoin perspective, right? You know, living in in the U.S. as we do, uh, QW, well, actually, I don't know where you live. Maybe you don't live in the Docs, States. Docs, man. <laughs> uh, it's... Uh, our relationship with Bitcoin is almost theoretical or academic, right? It's uh, uh, it's it's not a reality in the sense that, at, at least you know we ha- we benefit from incredible financial privilege. Um, and we, however, when you travel to some of these other places, and we'll certainly talk to Paco about this um, uh, in in the guest sec- uh, segment, but. In, in many places, Bitcoin is b- becomes a necessity, right? So it's uh, it's great to to travel to these different parts of the world and and see the reality they live in. Certainly broadens your perspective. Yeah, and I mean, I grew up watching uh, Anthony Bourdain in the Travel Channel, and I watched the different foods, the diversity, uh, the different cultures, the music, the diversity. Uh, there's depth in our pleb culture. I mean, this is a global protocol. This, uh, this is set, this, this is freedom money, uh, to, to really break the shackles of the, the state. Um, when, when you look at these central banks and you look at what goes on with the money and the way they, uh, adulterate it, um, it's something that, you know, we, we need to be kind of, I mean, I say we, I, I, I really shouldn't. Um, I think about the fact that, uh, you know, we, we need to understand that what we do has a ripple effect. I look at the, the, the latest uh, mempool, it's 369 uh, sats per V-byte. I mean, and, and I look at what the hottest thing is now. It's a 
mushroom NFT for Bitcoin. Uh, I mean, we're kind of repurposing the same uh, shitcoinery, uh, but at the cost of who? Um, granted, that's going to be something that we're, you know, it's a, it's a freedom protocol. It's something that people can do whatever the hell they want, want with. But I think about what, what that, that uh, podcast, Bitcoin Audible, where uh, Guy Swan talks about pooping in the park. Uh, you have this open, free park. And you got this hobo in there just pooping in it. That's the hobo's choice. And that's the kind of where we live now. I mean, that's their choice. Uh, and, you know, who are we? If this is a freedom protocol, that's what it is. But, you know, is what environment can we support to pro- provide the best uh, uh, strategy uh, moving forward? I mean, we, we have to, I guess the best thing we can do is what? Say something? See something? Say something, Avi? Call it well, out? look, I think... We, as as people who enjoy the park, are well within our rights to go up to the hobo and say, "Dude, what are you doing? Do you just think about what you're doing? Right? It's it's a beautiful park, and you're stinking it up." And I, and I think that's fair. Uh, one of the odd things I've noticed about this debate is any kind of pushback or questioning of ordinals and and all the shitconery that's going on. Uh, the response is, well, you're, you're censoring us, or you're deranged, right? Which, which, which I find really odd. Right? I, I thought the way you uh, tackle speech that you don't like is with more and better speech, right? And and that, in my mind, is what we're trying to do, right? It's a, we can use a social layer to try and shine a light on the absurdity and I dare say the chicanery uh, that uh, the ordinals movement is. Um, bring it to Bitcoin. Yeah. And I mean, we're moving right into the the heart of the having and the, you know, your, your, your typical historical cycle. Um, it, it's just sad when you see people that are in, in, in power in the community, you know, let's call it uh, a magazine or something. Uh, and they're headlining uh, some of the shitcoinery and uh, you know, whether it's VCs or just people looking with that short-term uh, high time preference, um, it's just sad. I, I really think as a culture, uh, especially in the Nostra community where we can actually open and freely talk, I don't think some of that shit actually plays well there uh, because we have such strong conversations in the community. But uh, I'd really love to see a culture of good stewardship and, and how can we promote that I mean, we just lead by example, and and, and as we start approaching this uh, this this bull market, you start to see kind of these 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 morph some sort of a morph happen with 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 some of these so called leaders or so called uh, uh, you know influencers that it, it, you we start to see that that replicator again that repetition from the last cycle, um, and I just think as a community we just need to do the best we can to to call it out. Yeah, well, there is an eternal September element to this, right? The, these patterns tend to repeat themselves. Uh, behavioral patterns in shitconery and 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 poor stewardship of uh, what can be an incredible public good uh, uh, in the Bitcoin time chain. And yeah, we, we see this popping up cycle after cycle. So, and, and to I, circle it back, widening our mindset when we travel, when we when we know the world is vast and there's a lot of people that need Bitcoin, they need this exit strategy. Um, and and you know that that's the park, that's the park you're pooping in. Um, so leave the park open for the people that need it, and, and that's kind of what my sermon was about or our sermon. Well said, QW. Um, 
now it's time for a weekly recap of all things Bitcoin and Nostra from our good friends at the uh, Nostra Report in a segment we call the Lightning Round. Take it away, Doc. What's up, guys? Doc, the, how is, how's the Wookiee factory? Oh, she's in bed. The Wookiee is my youngest daughter who sometimes joins us for Lightning Round, but she's in bed right now. So I no miss Wookie her already. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, news for the week. It was definitely seemed like we're in the now they fight you kind of um, stage because uh, we started off Elizabeth Warren had introduced her uh, digital asset anti-money laundering act earlier in this week, which is a bill to extend the bank secrecy act requirements to uh, free and open source software. Um, and it's kind of targeting uh, a lot of the tools that we use every day. So um, it's going to have KYC rules to miners, validators, uh, wallet providers. Um, and there were some incredible memes that came out of this this week. Um, and uh, QW, you shared an interesting stat with me uh, earlier because I was worried about this. And I was like, oh, man, do I have to read this whole bill? This thing is really long. And uh, what did you tell me? You're talking about Elizabeth Warren's? Elizabeth Warren's bill. Her track record of uh, over 300 bills that she's authored and zero uh, were actually yeah. done. I mean, the Warren bills are usually just thick with uh, with with some sort of agenda, more of like a, uh, a, a virtue signal, you know? Yeah. Well, nonetheless, they were definitely some flat out attacks uh, on um, on Bitcoin and unhosted, quote unquote, uh, wallets. Um, so that is definitely a little concerning, something to keep keep an eye on. Um, the, some news came out that um, Apple and Google uh, users um, were uh, getting spied on via their push notifications from uh, various governments, uh, which is kind of interesting because for me this week, I actually uh, ditched my um, Apple device and, and switched to graphene um, on a uh, Pixel, which has been interesting. Uh, it's been, it's been a good experience, but, um, challenging for sure. And, uh, made me realize how much I actually rely on these huge centralized services. Um, but it also was reassuring to see, like, you know, look at how much you're giving up and, uh, and how, um, easy it is for, uh, you know, anyone who has access to, to, to compromise your, um, you know, your private data. How do you guys feel about it? I know QW, you guys give me a lot of shit for. Oh, for, I, lo uh, I love it, man. I honestly, it, it just, it, I just know, like for me, my my trade off wouldn't work in my line of work. The, as much as I kind of bounce around job site to job site, work with emails, handle all my pictures, handle everything. I'm just such as I basically have to have, live two lives, you know. Um, yeah. You know, and you, I no, mean, you, you've always been shadowy. You've worn a mask at work for a long time, Doc. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, it's 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 a challenge for sure. But what I'm realizing is you can do it in small steps, and you don't have to go cold turkey all at once. Um, and so I'm trying to move in that direction. But we'll see. Okay, I would just love a way. functional phone that would compete with both of those, Android and uh, uh, Apple, and and of course the and just run graphene as the standard. Um, 
I, I just don't know if I trust, you know, Google's chips and Google's. I, I just feel like it's a rabbit hole of, you know, you think you're super shadowy uh, and then you find out something else happens and something else happens where you just it, it, I, I don't even know. I, I, but I, I am the victim of uh, uh, identity theft uh, multiple times. I'm, I'm pretty hot on the dark web. So I, I, it seems like every other week or so I get something in the mail that someone tried to open up something. Uh, so I, I would be a perfect participant that would need it. Um, but I don't know. Avi, what about you? Well, I will certainly try it um, once I don't have to buy a phone from Google. Um, I'll go to the dock route if I can. If I could do that on a non-Google phone. Yeah. Well, you're. I think you guys are right. And we saw that this week um, that you are never safe because all these uh look at all the ledger um users they thought they were safe with the most secure um as certain podcasters say the most secure hardware wallet there is and last uh last week a story dropped that um ledger live there was some code that was uh tracking and sender sending user information data um including information about the actual wallets not the keys but the actual wallets and what was uh, you know potentially on it to uh, an outsourced data harvesting service. Um, and Rect Builder from X said, I ran Ledger Live, opened a network tab just out of curiosity. What I found was more than a little concerning. Ledger Live is phoning out data on assets you hold in your hardware wallet the moment you access Ledger Live. It's also sending out tons of other info about your computer and device. And that was uh, last week, I think, Saturday. And then today, if you guys are paying attention, the um, all the, a lot of information came out about malicious code code uh, found on Ledger's ConnectKit, which is a code repository which connects um, different blockchain apps and DApps with Ledger devices. Um, and uh, at some point um, this afternoon, Tether had basically immobilized a ton of funds that. The, uh, they link to the cyber attacker's address, um, which Paolo Arduino said he froze the attacker's address at apparently siphoned about $483,000 from various protocols. Those protocols like um, SushiSwap, Kyber, RevokeCash, um, certain decentralized exchanges shut off their front ends to try to prevent um, people from getting uh, attacked. Ledger came out and said... Uh, <laughs> Ledger users are not at risk if they refrain from transacting. And then they came out with a tweet later that said, we have identified and removed a malicious version of the version of the Ledger Connect kit. A genuine version is being pushed to replace the malicious file now. Do not interact with any dApps for the moment. We will keep you informed as the situation evolves. Uh, your Ledger device and Ledger Live were not compromised. So $483,000. What is this? A hack for ants? <laughs> I mean, to me, it just it just goes to show you it's hard to really. Um, you got to be careful. You gotta. You can't. You can't trust. And um, you know, it's a challenge for people that can't. You know, I think I saw Fiat Jeff in the audience here. It's a challenge for people that can't um, code and confirm open source. So we gotta we gotta support our developers because um, a lot of us are relying on them to make sure that we're using trustworthy devices and apps um, and uh, keeping our uh, our funds safe. 
Doc, is is the CEO McCormick? What's the CEO's name? Peter McCormick oh. is is that Ledger? <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm wrong. Uh, did he did he put a statement out? You know what? I um, did delete X when I moved over to Graphene, so I didn't look and see. Uh, okay, moving on. Just kidding. He's he, no, he's he's used to getting. Uh, uh, of course, yeah, sponsors. yeah, of course. <laughs> Um, all right. So moving on, uh, really good week for tech in the Nostra world. Um, Greg White, if you guys, um, don't follow him, he's a great follow. He's one of our, uh, Nostra report members and we write a tech weekly recapping, um, the latest in the protocol and new projects. And you can go on our website, Nostra.report and you can find a list of all the previous, um, reports, but he did a nice report earlier this week um, on key management, including advances in um, tools like NSEC Bunker, which um, keep your private key uh, offline and safe, allow you to sign events without exposing it to um, uh, different websites. Um, Fiat Jaff came out with uh, NAC, which uh, is a new bunker feature, um, which looked pretty cool, and he's been playing around with it. Um, so I'm going to keep following that, uh, looks interesting and it's going to be for, especially for us, for NASA report, where we kind of have to share a key in order to function. Um, it'll be nice to have something like this where we can keep a key offline and, and authorize certain individuals and stuff to, to post on the main account. Um, so I think that's an exciting, uh, development in NASA. Um, Another nice development in, in the tech uh, side of uh Brugman um, added the um, TrustNet to uh, his Spring browser, which is essentially starting to um, create trust, web of trust algorithms, basically, um, in Nostra. So you can uh, tell, the, tell the, the app, basically, who, how much you trust certain um, certain people and it'll give recommendations and stuff based on that. Uh, JV55 Will is continuing development on his um, Android app, which is exciting. And he said his goal is to optimize Damas Android uh, for even the cheapest and lowest bandwidth conditions. And uh, he's also working on NoteDeck, which is a um, desktop client. And these are all going to um, leverage NostraDB for quick search and basically a, a database that uh, um, you have access to to, to help with um, co overcoming some of the decentralized uh, issues that come about with notes on various relays and people that you follow. Uh, Start9 came out with a self-hosted version of the Mutiny Wallet. Um, which is uh, pretty exciting. I use Mutiny Wallet and uh, Start9. so. I'm probably going to test that out at some point. Um, the uh, Amethyst, if you use Amethyst, you might notice that the latest update came with a marketplace, uh, which I was browsing around today. And it kind of looks like a Facebook marketplace if you ever use it. It's um, pretty exciting. I saw some um, cool stuff on there. People were already selling phones and um, leather products. Uh, so that's an exciting development, I think, in Noster. Um, and then uh, Threads had to, had to announce ActivityPub integration, but I was seeing notes today uh, saying that some of those uh, servers were being blocked from the bridges that bring over 
um, the Fediverse over to Noster. So I don't know if you guys know any more about that, but I just had seen a few notes on that. I've that just was, seen what you, you've seen, Doc. Yeah, that was a little over my head. I was trying to understand what they were, uh, were talking about, the way those connect, and, and I, I I don't know. I, I just figured I'd wait till the <laughs> dust settles because they were still figuring it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that was uh, the majority of the news of the week, and um, I think one of the quotes I, that stuck out for me because I'm coming up on my one-year anniversary of being on Noster in uh, three days um, was Will said, can't believe that so many of you have stuck around for a year since this all started taking off. You're the real ones. Y'all y'all are awesome. So uh, happy anniversary. I know you guys were in the same kind of cohort from Noster uh, as I was. So uh, happy anniversary, guys. Thank you, Doc. And thank you for yet another comprehensive lightning round. And folks, it is my pleasure to welcome Paco de la India to Plapchain Radio. Paco, welcome. Thank you so much, guys. Good morning. This is so good to hear that hardware wallet is a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get into that in a bit, Paco. But I've got to ask you one question that's this just it's a burning question. It, it really is. It really it's a it's a, it's a really important question, Paco. Forty one uh, countries, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. Why did you not do 42? You were so close. <laughs> you could have, for the memes, man. Uh, one more. Come on. Uh, you were in Curacao. You could have gone to Aruba. I mean, anything. Yeah, what's 42 I, divided by 2, Avi? <laughs> exactly. Um, so I was like, um, I was. My, my plan was to do 40. I was done with the 40. But then the founder of the paper wallet, his name is Peter Crawl, 2010 Bitcoiner. And he was like, come to Curaçao. And I was really exhausted. I'm really tired of meeting people. At the end, nobody cares about Bitcoin. I've seen the reality. It's a rich man's sport. So I was really exhausted and I was really tired of traveling at all. I mean, like a mountain is a mountain, a river is a river. And a Bitcoiner who has Bitcoin is a Bitcoiner. Nobody cares about it more than that. And uh, I was really exhausted. So he was like, please do come here. This is the last one and I'll support you with your flight tickets and everything. I was like, let's just go. Let's go meet an OG and let's see if I can revive back the entire interest back of me traveling again. So I just stopped at 41. But I'm like really tired of moving around and I just know the reality outside the eco chamber, which is not very pretty, you know. And yeah, so hence 41. It becomes a big meme. Like as a marathon runner, I still couldn't do 42. And we'll get into that reality in a second, Paco. But how did it begin? I think are you now you're trying to ask kind of what how did his Bitcoin uh begin? Uh his pleb story, Avi? Well, the, the 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 well, we'll start with the well, yeah, we could start with how did you get into Bitcoin. But I was also curious about how did this uh idea to travel forty one countries begin or forty countries when you first started? Um, it, I think so. Happy anniversary. First of all, happy Nostra anniversary. If you have that purple tag, that's pretty cool that you got in Nostrica. That's a super cool one. And I'm glad that I'm here still on Nostra after a year. So kudos to everybody. Thank the, you so uh, much. The purple dog tag? Yes, the purple dog tag. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Sovereign Matt for the, uh, the 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 art on that. Shout out to Snick Toshi for uh, making those. And uh, and hashtag Pleb Chain. Let's go. Oh, wow. Hashtag Pleb Chain. This is so cool. Um, yeah, so how did I get back? I, in effect, I'm a 2021 Bitcoiner. Uh, it was August. I think so not many people know about this, but I was pretty much out of money back then. It was August 21. I did not have money to pay my rent. And I was reaching out to a friend who was working in the crypto field. And I was telling him like, hey, buddy, get me some job. He was like, there is one shitcoin. You'll have to shill it. And I was like, yeah, cool. I'll shill it. He's like, you'll get 100 bucks. I'm like, cool. I followed him for first week of August. No reply. Second week of August. No reply. Third week of August, he was no reply. And I was like, screw this shit. No job I'm getting. I was going to become a farmer. Going to go learn about how do you do organic produce. Then one, it was a full moon evening. It was August 25th. And this guy gives me a call. And he's like, Paco, do you want to travel the world? I'm like, yeah, definitely. Who doesn't want to travel? He's like, you have to travel using Bitcoin. And I'm like, what the fuck is Bitcoin? He gives me the book, The Bitcoin Standard. And he says, this is the strongest community in the world. And you have to just travel using Bitcoin only. I read the book in three days. Given that I'm a Indian, we have gold. I think so. I have more gold than combined audience listening here. In fact, India has more gold than the entire world. We all have gold here. And I was like, Jesus, this is insane. 1971, they abolished it and they're playing with my future. And I started understanding the repercussions of it that will happen all the way to my grandchildren. I was like, okay, this is possible. I'm, I've been traveling in the past as a hippie. So I was a hippie in the past. And I was like, cool, we can pull this off. And I did a tweet that I'll just travel 40 countries in 400 days. My friend boosted it. And I got my first $200 donation in like two weeks. Yes, I had sent 1,000 DMs. Uh, before on Twitter, you could send DMs. But now you can't do that. So I sent 1,000 DMs. 45 people talked to me. And the journey started off run with Bitcoin as I love running. So I combined running with Bitcoin and I did not know about Halfini until like three months later. I just read one book and I started my journey of run with Bitcoin to travel around 40 countries to see uh, whether Bitcoin really is money and to share with the people that humans of Bitcoin are kind because all people talk about is toxicity. And yes, everybody has a flip side. There are two sides to a coin, but people are kind too. So yeah, that's me. So where did you begin then, Parker? What was your first uh, country that you started with? Um, I started off with uh, India because I wanted to really check India is the biggest democracy in the world with 1.6 billion people, 1.5 billion people. And I wanted to see how India will respond. So I hosted about 15 Bitcoin meetups in India. And I was able to use India for getting a small hamburger to coconut water, to meeting people in different walks of life. Um, and yeah, India was the first one. And it was during the COVID times also, which was got followed by Thailand, Cambodia, Singapore, Sri Lanka, Qatar, and UAE. Yes, I, I went to UAE and that's where I got, came to know, understand the difference between Bitcoin and shitcoin. The shitcoiners used to have buy bit fancy yacht parties and Bitcoiners used to meet for a cup of tea. <laughs> what And what's the bare minimum run uh, where you would call it I, I ran uh, in that country? 
Uh, you didn't uh, run country to country, correct? No, no, I did not do that. I I'm was running by Forrest Gump. <laughs> no, no. I was just running my node because I was trying to be a class A citizen. I was trying to understand how it works. And so I was running my node. And the second thing I was running was my body. And that was anywhere between four to five miles minimum. Yeah. So Paco, you know, you, you raised uh, a pretty, I guess, sensitive subject, right? Uh, where you said... Um, in your travels, you've come to realize that it, this is largely an echo chamber and this is a rich man's spot. What what led you to that realization? And yeah, I, I'm curious to to hear you expand on that. Yep. Hi. So basically, um, it's like a casino. All right. I would call it a casino if you have money. So you go to casino to try your luck. And... Uh, people don't have money and like saving is a human nature investing is not uh, and i was just sharing this talk at a ted talk in mumbai and i came to understanding this thing like yes 99 percent of the world saves money and the one person of the world invests and this is the one person of the world that invests and runs the whole world because they have more money money makes money and it just keeps on going it's a cycle it has never stopped i was just looking at the gold prices in 1971, one ounce of gold was like 30 bucks, and today is 2,000 bucks. That is almost almost 10x growth or 12, no 100x growth from where it is. And that is only possible if you are able to save money. Now, an average man doesn't have access to that kind of money. They have been losing some money due to the basics, the inflation, the devaluation of their money, and they are unable to save. They're just living hand to mouth, hand to mouth, and hand to mouth. So, and asking somebody to save money is really challenging now because they have other expenses. In fact, they all are living on a credit. Like, I look at an average American that is passing out. They all have debts. I see the differences between an American and an Asian is an American has a debt. They have all the fanciest of the colleges and the universities and they have the fanciest of the education. But they all, they all start with the debt. They all start and an average Indian or an Asian starts without a debt because they do not have money. They do not have access to the banking system, the banking rails. Uh, people do not have access. This I speak on behalf of Asia, 18 African countries, 15 Latin American countries. I'm speaking practically global south. This is almost a population of 3 billion people who are part of this world but do not have access to the banking rails. So on basis of this, all I came to understanding like, hey, if, if you have money, yes, you can get be a part of Bitcoin and you can go feel this thing. This, this, this thing like Bitcoin will reach the common man. Ah, man, 20 years, 30 years, you and me will be like 65, 75. <laughs> but yeah, then we will see if BlackRock lets it go. That's a pretty dark view of <laughs> of Bitcoin adoption, there, Paco. Uh, let's uh, let's try something else. Which country in your travels did you see the most adoption in? Wow, I really would like to give it up for Bitcoiners. I really like this. Um, so let me just get tell you some reality checks of what is a circular economy. A circular economy is practically run like an NGO now where there is this big fat Bitcoin whale that has been supporting us 
and that's the reason we have bitcoin circular economies uh, thanks to that whale uh, we have almost five circular economies running one is in el salvador the same person is supporting the peru community peru has 15 circular economies the third one is um, guatemala is being supported by this guy bitcoin ikasi is being supported by this guy bitcoin brazil prior uh, bitcoin deep brazil so there is this bitcoiner whose only goal or in or whose only thing to do is the bitcoin circular economy so these are the communities where i saw a lot of bitcoin adoption then leave out of this costa rica was really nice where there were these bunch of bitcoiners who got together and they've got businesses accepting bitcoin i was really happy to see bitcoin adoption more in the latam region in the latin american region compared to any other place so that was very positive like how many people use lightning man 20000 people tops like i would like if anybody wants to go on a conversation with this i will definitely take it down 20000 people tops use lightning okay and here we are sitting down here and we are saying oh we are a masses thing we have lightning that can process 10 million transactions per second process 10 million transactions per second we have an attack on our own network by ourselves but uh, i have really seen that we bitcoiners are amazing souls we are the thinkers we are the place setters we are the ones that are going to lead the next stage of evolution for the human mankind so kudos to bitcoiners the reality on ground is we have to work for the next 30 years and as that latam region is really strong so i would say salvador guatemala costa rica costa rica probably would become a crypto country as i was just hanging out there last month so i got to see some reality checks there too uh, but yeah these are the some countries where there is a strong 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 adoption and argentina obviously for reasons and yeah so this is my take on that i can i can see that as a positive that that would be kind of how it accelerates is when you start to see country by country they have success the, the you know people they they watch i watch the education in el salvador where the the kids are getting their diplomas um i look at uh you know what's going on in el zante or you know a uh, bitcoin jungle um and and you know it really needs to catch on uh to where you know you have those points where you can you can point over there and say hey that that's working for them look what they did look at their comeback um i i i don't see it kind of being grassroots in somewhere that's this completely uh you, there's no way to save whatsoever i mean there's got to be some sort of a uh, um leadership um that that can i don't know uh nurse that along yeah we are good yeah you got that perfectly right brother but that sounds like uh the the guy you were talking about right paco who's who's set, working to set up these circular economies maybe that is the way right you need two or three people like that sort of low time preference thinkers who are willing to invest with a long term view in mind right they they're doing this for the culture not for the short term returns uh Oops. and yeah go ahead paco yeah yeah i really like this. this is why i say we bitcoiners we will be able to get the money to the common man in the process when our own stomach is full as of now i met a bunch of bitcoiners who are just waiting for this bull run and these people who are shouting out their education will run away disappear away into the woods and will be start sitting by the sidelines and say stay humble stack sats which is a very good thing at the end of my journey i see you keep, i was i was shouting around like a madman with the bible in my hand saying jesus is coming 
and i saw and i saw the reality check and i was like geez nobody cares um but yes uh, the bitcoiners are the ones that will bring the change in this world as i said right um these are the bitcoiners in this what is now this bull run that will come you see a price tag over 150 200k then the next one we see a million dollars that's where the bitcoiners would be like out coming out and sharing what we can bring the change in this world and the low time preference is the reason bitcoin circular economies exist as of now what do you think el salvador how many bitcoins went in there at least 3 to 5000 bitcoins have gone in there to make that a circular economy it has not just been a single uh, man's job it has been a collective effort ground up thanks to mike peterson's love for the country that that it has been a 9 years of head start they have been working towards it just before bitcoin even started there and these are the bitcoiners who have this heart to give to people which you do not find in most other crypto people which i have as such i have not met a bunch of crypto people so i will not comment on them um but yeah this is what i have noticed is like bitcoin is really like to give back to the community and um this this 2021 cycle i am just been in this cycle for 4 years and for me the only fun this time has been the ordinals <laughs> so it is giving me like these sleepless nights as we can see um as we move forward these ordinals are really going to be a challenge for us to see whether country wide adoption will happen when you have your on chain transactions are bloody 15 20 dollars who would pay 15 20 dollars to get your money out from the system it is basically yes you are opting out as andres antonopoulos says we are prepared we are opting out but we are not there yet you know we still need basic day to day activities for which we need cash and you don't see lightning filling that uh, that gap paco from oh, a lightning yeah. is good lightning is good liquid is good everything is good like i think so it is all good but where are the users if there were users we would have cash app already on on roll lightning uh, for uh, and their what's it called the square terminals just think about that it's a very good uh, ex- a good way to good yardstick to check out square has the biggest terminals all around the states right they are the number one in the market they even haven't enrolled it if lightning was being used at that level lightning is good we use it we i think so we we need to sit down with some of these lightning users i think the wallet of satoshi would be a great way to look at it and see how many people are using it how many are the same accounts that are using it i think there's a with square there's probably a, a complicated or a confounding factor there paco i'm i'm and i'm speculating here uh, right now but uh square presumably has some kind of wholesale discount that they get from using mastercard and visa rails and if they were to switch to lightning i suspect those discount prices would no longer exist so it's a massive it would be a massive uh, cost consideration for them so i i don't think square not using lightning is indicative of lightning not being uh ready for prime time yeah and avi when we talked to was with uh, evan was zeus uh on our episode we kind of touched on that um and and i think maybe the easiest way is kind of a plug and play uh alternative you know maybe a zeus within that square terminal or something that uh that you could still work work around um to still accept lightning but it's uh yeah they they those damn boardrooms man uh and the shareholders <laughs> they really get in the way 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go at you, self-custodial people. How is it going with Phoenix? Yeah, I can't even open a channel to send her anything. I want to send something from my Moon wallet. It's costing me fifty thousand sats. There's a bloody community that came up. It's called Bitcoin Lake, and it fell down because they were using Moon wallet. They already had thirty businesses that were using a Bitcoin Lightning Moon wallet. Have your own custody. And they cannot use it anymore because of this ridiculous fees. Like literally, I appreciate self custody. I appreciate everything, but gone are those days. Like you're like, it really makes me question. You have the great educators of the Bitcoin education system getting up on stages and selling like, hey, please use uh, self custody. Please use self custody. How are you gonna get adoption of self custody at fifteen dollars per transaction? Yes, you come from a privileged country. Where you have the excess of spending fifteen dollars on a drink, so fifteen dollars on a transaction will not mean anything to you because you see the future, you see the low time preference. But that common man was making sixty. An average African makes sixty dollars per month, guys. That is the world that is supplying you all the batteries. That's the reason we have batteries with us. Like they cannot afford that. So I, I, I do not know which angle should I stand on. Should I stand on self custody? Yes, it's the ethical way. But as we move forward with adoption with Lightning, we are just seeing like how it how we on Twitter get passed out. Sorry, I'm talking about Twitter. But a common man, if I use something that is uh, non-custodial, cu- sorry, if I use custodial, they're like, hey, how can you promote that? You do not have your only your own Bitcoiners fighting you, shitting on you. You have your Bitcoin Cash people shitting on you. You have everybody just shitting on you, saying that this is not the real money. So you're just like, what is the right way? You know, it's like a self-discovery. I feel a journey in a Bitcoiner is like self-discovery. It's like a Nirvana feeling after thirty years or fifty years. Yeah, we've had that conversation a, a lot because it comes up in the community, and the debate is beautiful. Uh, I think our 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 small circle that that create this show, I think, really it comes down to using that lightning as kind of your. Your 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 wallet, your your day to day, and then your self custody would be your your wealth savings, your time savings. Uh, uh, in in my my opinion, but uh, it's 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 tough. I mean, we've done this apathons; those wouldn't really work with self custody. Those would work with wallet satoshi. That's why we have the whole battle going on. Um, so it is something that uh, when you actually look in, and and you try to approach it with a country to country. Uh, that's having your channels close and, you know, getting rugged is, is not okay. Um, when you're trying to get adoption in a place that truly needs it, uh, but it's just not there yet in a self custodial manner. So, so speaking of, um, your travels, uh, so you talked about your countries that, that maybe that had the, the most circular economies or the most to kind of, I would say it's easiest for you to, uh, live off a of Bitcoin standard, but what was the least? Oh, guys, uh, Haiti, <laughs> Haiti, Congo. I think so African countries as general as such, you know, there is education in this world, but by the time the education gets transferred, the information gets transferred, a lot of emotions get involved and people do not get the right uh, information out there. And hence we see a lot of adoption of Tether thanks to the p2p traders as such when people are talking about there is bitcoin adoption in the world let me just correct you out here there's no bitcoin adoption there is usd tether adoption uh, tether is used as a synonym to bitcoin and when they speak about bitcoin adoption they get to see the charts that is the p2p trades 
these are all traders that are running the show these are the traders from nigeria to guatemala to south africa to dominican republic these are traders that are adding those numbers and they are using tether because of the stability irrespective of the fact anyways there are a couple of big bitcoiners i was on the stage with they have started segregating bitcoin crypto and stable coins and when i say about the same those are samson mao to nick zabo they are telling like hey the stable coin is separate from crypto so this is what the world is moving towards is the tether way uh, they have already integrated that in their wallets you can look from strike to uh, samson mao's new aqua wallet coming through and yeah stable coins is the way forward um, i think so the least of me would be the countries like haiti was the one country that i couldn't use bitcoin at all like the country that got independence the first country to get the independence in the american region the latam region as such is um, they are really destroyed like thanks to the french government that laid them a double debt and then followed that by the mother nature so yeah i think so those are the countries like jamaica for such like an average jamaican so let me give you a heads up on what is happening with these kids these new kids that are coming down and using these smartphones and thinking they are really smart are they really smart they cannot even do basic mathematics they need to use a calculator to use 3 multiplied by 6 like these kids do not even know what is maths and we are going to teach them about bitcoin it's going to be so much fun i i just see this was like a question shot to me by a mother and i was like that is so true that is like good like you need to have your basics covered um africa would be like really crazy as such for adoption i do not know how africa is going to do this i like bitcoin ekasi is working as an ngo effort but i do not know how how it can be self sustainable so yeah but but uh, paco didn't you have a video almost a year back with what is that the one that does it phone the text based uh, bitcoin transfers was it machakura or something like that machakura yes yeah. so machakura man you need to yeah machakura is basically using the text based system of sending money across so basically in africa was the first country uh, sorry first continent that had mpesa that means you could send money using an sms or uh, not even sms just it's like that service i do not know what the service is called very way back in those days you just type star 343 star and you add the number and you add your add the amount and you can send money across using the same protocol they are using to send bitcoin over lightning and uh, machakura is from south africa they have this service available in nine different countries last when i was there and i asked them last how many users are there and they used like 1500 to 3000 and that is a reality like even though there are so many of this and he was like yeah these are about like 1500 to 3000 people are using it but not to on daily basis so that is very positive like that is really amazing way that yes people can move funds but yes as i said the information and the education takes really time if there was education in the country in the adopting bitcoin conference in el salvador we would have had at least 100000 people let me give you something uh, thing 2022 i was there we had 1000 people 2023 i am there we have 1000 people ticket for local people was 1 dollar 
And then 2022, Bitcoin price was $16,000. 2023, the Bitcoin price is $36,000. And still people didn't show up. So there is something in the education aspect that's not happening. Yes, me premier Bitcoin sounds really good, but where is the if that is me premier Bitcoin, we should have those five thousand people show up more, right? Like it is good to uh, I've I've understood there are people who do work and there are people who make noise. This is how we are, and making noise is very easy. Coming down on Twitter and saying one word and getting hundred likes is very easy than doing the work on the ground. The low time preference is really needed. We have a long way to go as a Bitcoiner. I am geared up. I am loaded up. I am like I am ready to think thirty years from now. I'm ready to stay ready as they say we are ready to die on the hill. Yeah, I'm not ready to die, but I am on the hill. Let's go through all the way. <laughs> so what what do you think? Uh, you, look, I think this is you're painting a very bleak picture, Paco. But as I think it's also very important to have this perspective, especially from someone who's lived this right. You've traveled through all these places and you've you've experienced these things, right? You're not some some person on twitter who's who's read someone else's tweets and 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 is just going rah rah bitcoin's winning um so i think it's 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 always good to have this reality check uh but but what what do you think are the biggest hurdles to uh to getting more adoption in some of these places uh brother i the the biggest hurdle is education as such uh, i think so um me painting yeah i just want to say something other me painting a bleak picture is like i'm an artist you're an artist you're here painting it through clipchen radio i am here painting through my views my what i've seen on the world and i think so i've kept it very calm and easy on the on the social media but i think so i should start sharing this with the people so people have a broader spectrum of to where we are it is easy calling out names is it easy calling bullying people but the work needs to be done right proof of work and uh, the proof of work comes from education uh, if you can convince your parents to use bitcoin or to hodl bitcoin i think so you have done the biggest and the most impossible task in the world and then from there on you can orange fill the entire world um if we are able to communicate bitcoin to the common man with love and not just using the negative analogy or the bleak picture of that the world is ending we would have way more bitcoiners in this world uh we all we start right away by saying how the world is ending but the person who printed money in 1971 he probably is dead but the world is still here we are still here we are the person the satoshi nakamoto made bitcoin in 2008 he said the dollars will die off 15 years later we are still using dollars 50 years later we will still use dollars so i think so we should leave this bandwagon of the world is ending and we should join in the bandwagon of sharing love love is something love is like smile if you smile the other when you smile the world smiles with you so qw your question was uh how how much can nostra help with this and uh the this works yeah we can hear you hear you loud yeah because the whole world i mean majority of the world has the yeah, internet um and and having that that nostra uh access um in the social setting the social environment um with that with the lightning integrated or bitcoin as a uh 
as a, as a proof of work like, I suppose, um, how much of that can help with the adoption in some of these areas that, that might not uh, have it already? Well, I think that's a good question for Paco. Paco, uh, what do you think? How much? Uh, oh, oh my God, you guys hit the spot. You Nostra people, listen to me. You are blessed with data. We in the world are paying for data. Okay. We do not have access to a lot of data. We have to pay for this data. I use Nostra in India. I get 1.5 GB per day. By the time I'm ending refreshing, opening my app, closing my app, I get a notification three hours that all my data is gone. So you want adoption of Nostra around the world. You need to do something with your data. You need to do education of this. You need to make simple apps that does not consume data. I do not know how you communicate these people that do not use multiple relays, but everybody is looking for the reach. So Nostra is the best way. I really feel, I think so. Okay, so this is my criticism to that data. But the positive thing, now everything has positive and negative, so I will show you the other side. Nostra is the easiest way to orange fill anyone. Like my friends, I just told them like, hey, this is Nostra. And you, basically Nostra people, if you love bullying, we can bully the Hive people. Hive people are pieces of shit. I was sitting with some Hive person. It took him bloody 45 minutes to bloody teach me what is Hive. It is ridiculous. I really hate Hive. I showed him Nostra. And in Nostra, a common man can receive Bitcoin instantaneously. But you have to always remember this common man was able to receive Bitcoin instantaneously because he was able to download a wallet of Satoshi in his app store. You cannot download a wallet of Satoshi now in the United States of America and you cannot download a wallet of Satoshi in Central Africa Republic where I was. So if there is no wallet of Satoshi accessibility, where do you download your thing? You're going to teach that common man to set up your own node? Wait a minute, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So yes, I love Nostra. Very easy. I love freedom of speech. I, I have been traveling around 41 countries using the freedom money to just realize that if there is no freedom of speech, then what will I do with my freedom money? So yes, Nostra is amazing. I really love it where I can say anything. I can speak my heart out. And yes, nobody can block me. Easier way to orange pill. But there are these uh, upcoming things that needs to be worked on. I was talking to some, I will not, I will not, I will not say names, but I was talking to some great educators and some great developers and they really hate Nostra. So I just do not know what's going to happen further. It is just so much fun. Like I really feel Nostra will keep developing, will keep growing and we'll keep getting better as Bitcoin grew from 0 0.1 to 0 0.26 to 0 0.27 and so on and so forth. So I think so. I missed the Twitter bandwagon or the social media bandwagon in 2007, 2010. I missed Bitcoin, but I'm here for the Nostra way. Let's go all the way. <laughs> I have to ask, uh, was it was a Derek Ross that hates Nostra? No, Derek Ross loves Nostra. Derek Ross, I think so. He was the first one to say, march off Twitter. He was like, we will not use Twitter anymore. We will not use X. Derek Ross is the coolest Bitcoiner out there that you have. He's really focused. His wife gives him all that love, you know. <laughs> I had to give him a shout out for the audience there. <laughs> um, so traveling, uh, how, how is traveling with an Indian Indian passport um, versus, I mean, I, I, I've i never, I'll, clearly I don't have an Indian passport, <laughs> uh, but when you're hitting 40, 41 countries, uh, it, 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 the, <laughs> that's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of checkpoints that you uh, cross. Oh man. 
can I say this? It's uh, can I say this? Like, uh, yes, you can. I can say anything, right? I can say it. It's hey, free speech, my friend. Hey, you white people, privileged people, listen. You guys are really blessed. You guys can do anything. You guys can do anything. I have been stopped like at multiple checkpoints, man. I think so. This entire passport game started in 1970s, uh, since the 1971. They did not, the French, uh, the Europeans did not want the black people coming up. So they strengthened their rule or went strict with the passport thing. And it really costs, man. Like getting a visa is a pain in the ass. Like I've been rejected so many visas. Canada has rejected my visa. Uruguay has rejected my visa. Argentina has rejected my visa. Namibia. Fucking, I do not know why they rejected my visa. So if you do not have a visa, you do not have freedom of movement. If you don't, we were social animals who, so humans, we used to move around uh, where there is water and where there is food as hunters. And now you have stopped us from moving. So you, I cannot move freely, one. Two, you, I cannot move my money freely. Three, I cannot move my speech freely. As such, I'm ready to go into metaverse. At least in the metaverse, I'll get my digital potatoes and I'll have fun there. I'll get my likes, I'll get my social recognition and I will not lose my body, my mind over trying to move from here. So it was like a really pain in the ass, but um, pushing forward thanks to the American visa that I got. So I got this USA 10 year visa that gave me visa on arrival to all the LATAM countries minus Argentina and Brazil. But I was able to move to all these countries freely because of the American visa. So that really helped me a lot. Check posts are pain in the ass. You all people, please be careful of your Bitcoin t-shirts and Bitcoin caps and Bitcoin shoes. I would really advise you all to get rid of your Bitcoin clothes. If you can do that, you are a true Bitcoiner. If you really can do that, okay. Yeah, man, I was crossing the Fort Lauderdale airport. And the man finds Bitcoin stickers, the immigration, the custom department. And he's like... Hey, you, <laughs> show me your wallet. How much Bitcoin do you have in your wallet? All right. And I had to show him my moon wallet, which really had like $400. And I really got through. So please be careful. Crossing the Cameroonian Nigerian border, he also said Bitcoin is money. So I gave him like 500 stickers and I walked away. So he thought he has money. But just be careful of your Bitcoin stickers. Like, be careful. But the positive thing about Bitcoin, I really want to say, since you put out this thing, there's this couple of stories. They all come from Congo and South Sudan. Um, one, I was crossing the Congo-South Sudan border uh, and I entered a war zone. There were refugee camps on both the sides. It was my error that I did not Google enough because I despise United Nations. I do not trust anything they say. I think so. those are the biggest mafia in Africa. If there is no peace in this world, it's because of United Nations. So screw them. Anyways, so I was crossing the UN zone and... I got stopped at the borders. They found my GoPro, they found my drone and they said, hey, you're a spy. And I'm like, no, I'm not a spy. He's like, do you have permission? I'm like, no, I don't have permission. He says, give me $200. I say, I have $10 in my pocket. He says, let's check your bags. They check my bag, they check everything and they do not find the money. And uh, he's like, you're hiding your money in your underpants, in your undergarments. And I was like naked in front of this military a naked Indian showing his little cock down to the black people down there. And he's like, yo, bro, check me. I have no money hiding. So yes, Bitcoins really saves you. They cannot take your fucking Bitcoin. 
But as I crossed the border in the South Sudan side, they opened your laptop, they opened your phones. So you have to be very careful of how much money you carry with yourself in your in your uh, hot wallet, and do not carry hardware wallets. I do not like hardware wallets. I'm gonna I'm making a sick ass video about it. I'm gonna we're gonna talk about this. No hardware wallet is safe. We'll talk about this later. I really want to touch this topic. I can really bring it on. Um, I'm not a technical guy, but yeah, no hardware wallet is safe as such. Uh, sorry, yeah. So this happened to me one, and the second one also happened to me in Congo. They did not want to convert my hundred dollar bill because it was printed in two thousand nine, and they said that they only accept bills printed in twenty thirteen. So your Bitcoin doesn't get expired. Your Bitcoin has a longevity period, and yeah, crossing borders is a pain in the ass. Uh, but uh, having your own private keys, doing securing, being your own bank. Is the way forward. I was mugged almost three times in Africa, and every time I had my own keys to recover my own private keys. I mean to recover my own wallet. So yeah, this is me on things. You can stop me anytime. I talk a lot, and I'm not being cynical, and I'm not being negative. I'm just here giving it straight up because it is freedom of speech. Okay. <laughs> you certainly are, Paco, and I uh, I I would certainly not stop you. Uh, this is great. Uh, so let's talk about your best experiences. I mean, forty-one countries—that's a lot, right? And did you actually manage to do it in four hundred days, or was it longer than four hundred? It took longer. It took me almost eight hundred days. I really saw the last. It was like eight hundred and fifteen days. I still have to sit and do that math. I had great experiences. This is why I am still talking to you guys. This is why I am still a Bitcoiner. This is why I despise every other crypto. But yin and yang, black and white, hot and cold. If there is no shitcoin, whom would you bully? Whom would you fight? All right. So Bitcoiners, be nice. All right. Let's spread love. I really love we we Bitcoiners are amazing. I really appreciate Avi. I'm just gonna remember this. He's talking to me. I reached New York. I did not know where to stay. Avi sent me a message. He took me to a cigar lounge, and he's like, "Come to the cigar lounge. Let's smoke cigars. Let's go meet another guy who's running a node." Then we went to the which bar did we go to? Pubkey, Pubkey, Pubkey bar. We went and then he took me to his house and the next day he took me to the airport. So this is the kindness of the toxic maximalist, all right? You talk about toxic maximalist. We should get rid of these two words first of all. I think so. We should find Udi, get his glasses out, and delete his account because this fucking idiot is the reason there is these stupid words being used as jargons. There is no toxicism. There is no maximalism. Then basically there shouldn't be any religion. Then every religion is toxic maximalist religion. This is ridiculous words. We should get just rid of these words. A bitcoiner is a bitcoiner at the end of the day. It doesn't matter if you have your wrapped bitcoin. It doesn't matter if you have your bitcoin on Binance. It doesn't matter if you have bitcoin in your private wallet. So bitcoiners are great. I had so, some pa great. Paco, yeah. real, real quick before we get into, well, so I, I do want to know about your top three best experiences in your travels. But on the, we prefer to use the term gentle pleb. Instead of toxic maximalist. Nice. All right, gentle flames. That's there we go. Now you got a smile on my face. There you go, gentle <laughs> flames. This is so positive, guys. Like there you go, gentle flames. All right. So my top three experiences. This is Nicaragua. I have reached Nicaragua. It's a communist country. A random Bitcoiner sends me a message on Twitter, and he's like, "Hey, I booked you a stay for two nights, three days." In a nice hotel, and the hotel is Lightning Bitcoin Lightning. It accepts Bitcoin Lightning, so, and he's like, "Go ahead, take a vacation." And I was like, "Wow, that's so sweet of you." 
I never met the guy. I don't know his name. I do not know where he is from. And I just stayed for two nights and I tipped all my staff with Bitcoin. I mean, the waiters and everybody with Bitcoin. It was fucking amazing. Uh, the second one is South Africa. To South Africa, I will give these two. I got high. I smoked a doob. I wanted to eat Doritos. I sat down. I was just sitting and eating my Doritos. This Bitcoiner, he doesn't like to be named again. He sees my t-shirt and he's like, hey, you're Paco. And I'm like, yeah, I'm Paco. He's like, come, let's go smoke. And I'm like, who are you? He's like, I sent you a message last year. I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. Nice to meet you. I do not know you, but let's just go. I was with another friend. He was like, shit, you're getting, you're getting kidnapped. This is how they kidnap people. And I'm like, no, I'm not getting kidnapped. I think so. He did send me a message and he recognizes my t-shirt. Let's just go. So we went, we smoked a do, we had fun. Um, next morning, I went for my morning run and my GoPro fell down from my pockets because my pocket had a hole and my GoPro broke. So this guy calls me and he's like, what's your, what are you doing? I'm like, bro, my GoPro broke and uh, I do not know what I'm doing. He's like, uh, let me go buy you a new GoPro. And I was like, are you sure? He's like, yes. He took me all the way, bought me a new GoPro. And I asked him like, why are you doing this? He's like, he asked me a question back and he was like, will you support a war with your own money? Or will you support anything that is war or battle? I was like, no, he's like, exactly. You are our soldier. You, we need you on the ground. And he bought me a GoPro. And that took only like a smoking a joint with him. And yeah, you get a Bitcoin. You get a new GoPro. Universe is kind. I think so. If you're on the Bitcoin standard, universe is really kind. Slowly and gradually, the world keeps saving you from... I think so. It's our karma. I am really looking forward to read Avi's book. His book is coming to me on the 24th of December, where he has used all the Vedics and all the... <laughs> old my thing no literally because for me i really believe in the karma that's why i'm still alive i am here talking to you i am alive i would i should have been dead i have had like these three four moments but i should have been dead but i'm here i think so it's the karma is the bringing the right thing to the people so let's talk about that for a second and and thank you for uh saying that paco I, that, that was a beautiful story by the way about uh thank you about nicaragua uh but what what about let, let's talk about one of those experiences at least where presumably during your travels right where uh you didn't think you were going to make it what can you talk about one of them oh yeah man this was central uh the, oh, they would give you zimbabwe like i entered into the bus i think look africa is such i think so you all people with white skin please go to africa and see you're a walking atm go for yourself just go for yourself and just see how you are being, how you would feel there. It's with due love and due respect. Just do that. But I was in Zimbabwe and my bus met with an accident. My entire bus flipped left, right, like it toppled like three to four times. And uh, the entire bus is destroyed. Like, And we all come out from there. And we are just sitting in this middle of this jungle, uh, this national park. The next thing that can happen to us is a lion or an elephant comes from the other side. But you're just sitting there and you're just looking at this entire bus topple down. And you're just thinking like, why are you alive? Like you just have this pause in your life and you're like, you should be dead, but why are you here? And you just look up to the stars and you are just like grateful for that very matter. Like, yes, you, you won the roulette. It's like out of those 32, 36 numbers, you have hit the right number. 
and you just made it and fast forward that to another four months down the road again another experience happens to me where i should be on the bus but i miss that bus and then entire so what happens in central africa republic is uh be, as you're crossing that uh, one spec uh, particular section of the road you are going through there and in the night before you climb that section you take a break or you just sit there uh, take a break so what do people do there they come down they some folks they come down and they cut your brakes so as you're coming down from the hills you have no more brakes and so the bus in which i was supposed to be that bus is coming down and it has no brakes everybody dies on there and there is blood and whatever and people come down like scavengers take their gold their phones and their money and i still beat that and i'm like i'm still here to say this to you like i am here i could have been picked up any time i went to brazil also for that matter so i really feel like bitcoiners are blessed for one reason or the another to bring the good karmic change to this world we cannot save the mother nature i do not advise people to use electronic vehicles also i know we cannot save the mother nature but we can definitely fix the money to fix the world Oh, Paco, that was <laughs> yeah. yeah quite I think we all had a pause stories. there. It wasn't even like who's next on the question or anything. It was like got to absorb that one, huh, Avi? Oh yeah, that's uh, that was deep, my friend. Uh, so Paco, you know, we're, we're going to be wrapping up soon. But um, if you had to pick one country out of the forty-one uh, that you were going to choose to move to, which one would it be? Mexico hands down Mexico I have to tell this to you guys why because of the drug cartel drug cartel <laughs> means there is guns listen to me very carefully all right this is very important i like my country india but india is moving digital all right and see if there was no white money there will never be something called black money but anyways we move forward from there i like mexico because the the gov uh, it will never go digital there will always be cash and the food is good you're in the us standard timings you can move anywhere from there and mexico is really big enough to hide anywhere if bitcoin hits a million dollars or a 3 million dollars and mexico will be the country where the bitcoin would be used first to i mean first what as we move forward as there's a saying mexico is way closer to united states than to god so you will have the trickle down effect down there and mexico would be right there like you will have fun there paco this is this is uh I was supposed to be in Mexico this weekend, uh, and the border closed because they're uh, they're they're processing uh, asylum seekers at my border crossing that I drove I drove through to Mexico. Uh, so the fact that you love Mexico and I can't get there is a uh, is little it, it, it's 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 a little uh, uh, alcohol in the wound right now. So I appreciate that. What what part of Mexico did you go to? Uh, I got to see the central part, so I got to see from Mexico City to Puerto Vallarta, uh, or I got to go to see Guadalajara. I've I've seen Chiapas, Merida, Tulum. I think so. Tulum is a drug zone. I think so. These all uh, people go down to there to align their chakras when their life is messed up. They end up start doing drugs. So I would not go there, <laughs> but like there's a lot of drugs down there, and so I've seen all the way to Cancun. but i think so i would if i have to move towards i would move towards somewhere mexico city central guadalajara or that side of there that's at least my as of now plan i'm looking for a job so you nostalgic people 
please do let me know from january end i'll be looking for job somewhere where i can add value to the ecosystem and yeah so once i do that i'll move towards mexico that's the plan uh avi will pay a hundred dollars to uh shill shit coins um if you want to do that <laughs> <laughs> go full circle on this <laughs> but, uh, well Parker, that's, that is actually a good segue to our last question which is what's next my friend is there a book mm. planned is there a movie what like what are you i mean are you going to continue traveling what what are you doing Oh wow guys no more traveling i'm really tired of traveling i'm going to let people do it i want another 40 other parkers to do that in 40 other countries i think so you all are your own own travelers you are uh, you all can do this in your own country i would definitely be uh, assisting people to assisting them so that they can do this in their own country so i would be writing a book in the coming next 6 months or a year from now I really want to get this out on the piece of paper because I've documented all this like you're just time stamping 2023 for the world so when the bitcoin adoption happens and when people are looking for some reference material in their own country so I have all that reference material on the ground so share that with people so book is coming through um I would be also I do not know if the documentary comes through because that costs a lot of money So let's see how the journey goes of my book and how I go through. Get a job. I want to get married. I want to have my own four children. Start my own blockchain. Have my own nodes running around. And uh, yeah, that's the way forward. I think so. Be a family man. That's what we were born to be. And then end up end up into perma culture. And that will be like twenty years from now. Then become the president of India. And yeah, that's it. So this is my goal plan for the next twenty five years. Be the president of India. Well, and destroy I, the state. Avi, I don't know about you, but I I loved this show. Uh, it was not what I was expecting. Uh, it it definitely got a lot of uh, a lot of truths out there. Um, a lot of experience through experience. Um, you know, we have we have a long way to go. Uh, we we've always kind of uh, thought local adoption, uh, local strength, um, building the culture. Um, all these things are going to be you know and. Uh, it's it's really going to take that low time preference um you know i always say my my son's time preference is mine uh and that's kind of the way we have to do it um you know that's what i'm kind of gathering from from collecting my thoughts of the show yeah no look it, it was this is certainly a good reality check right especially us living in the states we just you know drinking the Kool-Aid huffing <laughs> whatever it is that huffing. that we have <laughs> <laughs> right. but 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 the fact of the matter is i mean living in our ivory towers in in america right and we come up with these uh, these narratives that that oh bitcoin's winning everything's amazing and it's every now and then it's nice to have you know a bucket of cold water thrown on your head saying wait Do you actually know what's happening? And I think appreciate Paco for doing that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much guys. Like I really I think so I as I always said uh, you can only clap with two hands if there were no bitcoiners like you all if there were no you guys did not create or have this ease ease I will not be able to use bitcoin and I will not be able to share with you on ground re- re- reports of what's happening. I think so it's a it's a collective effort we bitcoiners are just like our hand we have the fat finger the small finger the middle finger uh, we all are different we all have our own way of contributing 
but when we uh, eat all those fingers come together so this is what we are we all come together and thanks to this now we have nostril to share this without getting censored so thank you so much thank you very much thank you paco